and welcome back to the I'm Moving to Italy podcast. This is Nathan Heinrich, and I would like to welcome you to episode 17. This is the first of five pre-recorded episodes that I will be sharing with you. So I'm sitting here in our little yellow villa here in Italy, recording this on April 25th, which just happens to be Italian Liberation Day in April and in May of 1945 is when Italy was officially liberated from the Nazi forces from Germany. And so every year, this is a holiday that is celebrated in Italy. And so anyway, I am learning, as always, about the new holidays that are celebrated here. And I think that this is a particularly wonderful holiday for Italians. I also kind of love the fact that it was the Americans who were very instrumental in helping to free Italy from Mussolini and the Nazis. And so that particular bond between Americans and Italians, I think, is a very special one. And it's one I'm very proud of and grateful for. And so anyway, happy Liberation Day to all Italians. So today I would like to share some information that is particularly meaningful for me for several reasons, and I'll explain why. I don't know, maybe it's because I grew up in a place that is prone to earthquakes, which is California. Although I must say, even though California gets such a bad rap, and I have lived through several earthquakes in California, I have never personally felt an earthquake in my life. And I secretly have always kind of wanted to see what it felt like to be in an earthquake. I just didn't want to be in an earthquake while there was damage, right? I want the best of, all, of both worlds. <laughs> I want to experience an earthquake, but have no, have no damage from it, right? And Italy happens to also be another part of the world. In fact, the most prone place in all of Europe for earthquakes. So when I started doing the research for finding, you know, figuring out where, where we would want to live, besides just talking to Alessandro and getting his thoughts on the subject, I did a bit of research myself and decided I don't want to be in an area that is really, really well known for earthquakes. Now, just stepping back a little bit and talking about natural disasters in general, Italy, like anywhere in the world, can have natural disasters. There can be wildfires, there can be landslides, or up in the mountains, there can be avalanches in the Italian Alps and in the Italian mountains. And of course, there can be flooding. And of course, the most famous place for flooding that we all know about is Venice. Although I sort of don't really think that Venice is necessarily the best judge of flood risk for Italy because anytime you build a city in a lagoon on the water, aren't you kind of just, and, and your streets are mainly canals, your buildings are literally built on pylons that are set on the floor of the lagoon that's always slowly sinking. So I sort of feel like Venice doesn't really fall into the category of legitimately gauging natural disaster risks in Italy. But Venice is, is the area, if, 
if something's going to be in the news in Italy about floods, it's probably most likely going to be Venice that's mentioned. But I think most of us are kind of aware of that fact and that risk, especially if you visited there and you know firsthand what Venice looks like. Speaking of Venice, one of my favorite films that's set in Venice is The Tourist with Angelina Jolie and Johnny Depp. If you want a really beautiful, highly idealized view of what Venice is at its very best, watch The Tourist. It's a great great film and beautiful views of Venice. But anyway, I digress. So I would say, this is my opinion, but I would say from my research that the two highest highest risks for natural disasters in Italy would be earthquakes and volcanoes. And the great thing about the volcanoes is we know where those volcanoes are located. There's two really famous volcanoes in Italy. There are several, but there's two that are the most famous. And the most famous ones are Mount Vesuvius in the Naples area and Mount Etna in Sicily. And of course, Earthquakes and volcanoes oftentimes go hand in hand and happen simultaneously. So speaking of Mount Vesuvius, that whole region, the region of Napoli, the region of all along the Amalfi Coast, Sorrento, in Campania, that region is one of the higher risk areas for earthquakes, which is also a very, very popular tourist destination. And it's an area where we have been looking at property it's it's beautiful and it's a wonderful area. I don't know. I'm beginning to have my my doubts about whether or not that's where we're going to settle. We're looking for a place in the south. I love the idea of the Sorrento Peninsula and those gorgeous cliffs and and steep incline hills overlooking the Amalfi Coast. But I just have a feeling that that may not be where we end up. I don't know. It's not necessarily based on the fact that there are volcanoes and earthquakes in that region. It's also based on the fact that there's just a lot of people and tourism and the prices are just higher there. So there's there's a number of factors that we're considering about that, that region. But that's one. So actually the number one region for high risk for earthquakes is the central mountain range in Umbria and the Marche and going all the way down into Calabria. And so if you look at a map of Italy, you just kind of just go down kind of the center spine of the boot, just right, not so much along the coasts, but all the way down into the toe of the boot of Italy and into the island of Sicily. That whole sort of center of Italy tends to be where there's a lot of mountain ranges and That's where the greatest risks of earthquakes is. And then way up at the north, and only about an hour and a half or so from here, where we are in Veneto, is the region of Udine, which is actually on the border of Slovenia. And it's the far northeast corner in the region of Friuli Venezia Giulia, which is the name of a region, which always sort of tongue twists me. So it's pronounced Friuli Venezia Giulia, near Trieste and sort of borders Croatia and Slovenia in that whole area. So that is another area that is sort of prone to earthquakes. Now, 
One of the lowest risk areas for earthquakes is the eastern part of the Piedmont region. So Piedmont, the majority of the Lombardy region, the region of Osta, the region of Trentino and Alto Adige, southern Veneto, which is actually the region where we are here. We're in Veneto, so that's a low-risk area for earthquakes. I was, I was very happy to hear. And then interestingly enough, the southern coast of Tuscany is a low-risk area for earthquakes. And then another area that I'm particularly fascinated, which is the southern half of the region of Puglia. And Puglia is, if you're looking at Italy, it's sort of the back of the, the heel of the boot. And it's on the Adriatic Sea. On It's still part of the Mediterranean, but it's, it's a little branch of the Mediterranean that's the Adriatic Sea. And that's sort of across from the island of Corfu in Greece. So you could take from the capital body in Puglia, you can take a boat or a ferry across to Croatia or to Greece. And it's an area that that I have not visited. I'm excited about some of the property that I've seen there. And I'm excited about just exploring that area because that area is one of the lowest risk, not only one of the lowest risk areas for earthquakes, it just has some very, very interesting architecture there. Beautiful, beautiful coastline. And it's southern, so the weather is warmer. There is a region of Italy that the other metric I'm going to be talking about here that I that I didn't mention in the beginning is crime. So natural disasters and crime. So when you take those two measurements and you say, okay, which area of Italy is the safest for crime and natural disasters, earthquakes, and whatever, you know, anything... The safest region of all of Italy, can anyone guess? I would have never guessed this. It is the island region of Sardinia. And I found it also interesting that Sardinia is referred to as a blue zone. It's one of the places where people live longer than anywhere else in the world. There's blue zones all over the place. There's blue zones in Japan. There's some blue zones in California. And Italy, in general, people tend to live a long time, but specifically in Sardinia. So there must be something going on in Sardinia, another place I have yet to visit. But I'm very excited to go to Sardinia. Alessandro, not a big fan of Sardinia because he doesn't think that the food there is great. He, he has made it quite clear that they are practically barbaric because they, they cook their fish with onions rather than garlic (laughs) in Sardinia. But nevertheless, I am excited to visit Sardinia. I believe George Clooney has a home in Sardinia as well as a home on Lake Como in Italy. So if George Clooney sees the benefit of Sardinia, then maybe he's on to something. I also want to share with you some information about crime rates in Italy and who's got the highest and the lowest and all that as far as crime rates go. So now, uh, crime is relative. I have personally been affected by crime in New York and in California. In New York, I was affected by crime in that I was ran off the road by a group of illegal street racers, a street racer gang 
in New York, and so got into a, a almost deadly crash in New York, and so that was, I suppose, a, a crime-related issue. It was an accident, but it was still related to some crime. And then California. I was actually robbed twice in California in an area that I would have considered to be fairly safe. I was living out in a little house in the country in a farming community, and my house was broken into twice. It was supposedly from related to drugs. It was someone that was wanting to you know, it was, they were breaking into homes and, and stealing things and selling them for drugs. So that happened to me twice in California. And then I was also shot in California when I was in my 20s. I was out with my brothers and some friends of ours, and there was a gang initiation. Again, we were out in the country, out in wine country, actually, in California. And for some reason, there was a gang initiation that was happening out there. And we were it was we were out for my birthday and one thing led to another i'll tell the whole story sometime but anyway i was shot with a shotgun into my vehicle that i was driving in california so i sort of feel like crime is a relative thing and crime can sort of happen just about anywhere not surprisingly the the highest crime numbers in italy are in the big cities and specifically milan takes the place for the highest rate of crime. Milan is the second largest city in Italy. I believe Rome comes in number one as being the largest city in Italy, but but Milan comes in highest with the crime rate. But the good news about Italy is that crime overall, especially violent crime and homicides, has been going down to about it's about half the, the numbers that it was in 2011. And in general, crime rate across Italy has gone down. Crime, specifically crime to women, has gone down. And violent crime has gone down. And anyway, so there, there are different regions in Italy that have different rates of crime based on, on different types of crime, by the way. For example, in southern Italy, there's more crime for, from car theft. Whereas in northern Italy... In the Milan area, there are more reports of pickpocketing and and having someone's purse nabbed or stolen. That's that's the kind of thing that's going to happen more in a city where there's a lot of tourists and there are certain people that just prey on tourists. That's unfortunate, but it just it just happens. So I would imagine that if you are a resident and you're living here in Italy and you're living in a smaller city, you're not in a major metropolitan area, you're not, you know, your outfit and, and the people that you're with are not screaming, look at me, I'm a, I'm a vulnerable tourist, you know, you know, come and get me. If you're just sort of a little bit more aware of your surroundings and you live in the community, I would imagine that your risk for crime goes down somewhat significantly because you're part of a community and you're not just a transient visitor in a, in a major city. Uh, not just Italy, but Europe in general. You know, any major city. You know, you've got, I know people personally who have had a lot of problems in Paris. Paris is a big a big area for, for pickpocketing and crime against tourists. Same thing with London. So anyway, it's, just, it's, gonna, it's inevitable. It's going to happen anywhere. Just something to be aware of if you're traveling as a tourist anywhere in the world. But So, 
let's talk about crime numbers specifically. The areas with the highest crime rate are, some of these cities are very, very not non-surprising. The highest one is Milan, second is Florence, and then Rimini, Bologna, Turin, Rome, Modena, Venice, Genoa, and Savona. So those are the areas where they have the highest rates of crime. As I mentioned, the crime rate has gone down. More than anything, I'm trying to share with you about the safety of living in Italy. One of the things that I can say, someone who uh, in the past was a victim of being shot, and there's a raging debate in the United States about gun laws and gun crimes and so on and so forth, they're just, you're just not really allowed, unless you're a hunter in Italy and you have a specific permit, which is not an easy thing to, to acquire. You're just not allowed to own a gun here. And the fact of the matter is, there just aren't a lot of, there, there's just not a lot of shootings in this country. Hardly any, as a matter of fact. There is more crime committed with a knife than with guns here, because people just can't get their hands on guns. And I have to say, personally, I feel a bit safer I mean, I don't want someone coming at me with a knife either, but I feel like you can get your hands on guns in the United States so much easier. There's just so many more of them, and there are so many millions of them manufactured every year. I'm I'm all for self-defense, and I know that in the United States, people were given the rights to own arms and own guns to protect themselves. Many of the people in the United States that founded the country were coming from countries where they were being controlled by a tyrant, by a dictator, by a king. They didn't have the ability to defend themselves. And so one of the reasons why the founding fathers wanted people to have guns in the, in the United States originally was so that they would not be subject to a government that was overstepping its bounds. So I, I understand that. I just, and I don't, this, is not, this is not a place where we're going to get into political topics. I, I really want to avoid hot-button issues and topics here on this show. But I, I guess I'm just saying that I feel safer from guns than I do in the United States. You just never know. When I was shot, it was nighttime. And still to this day, when I'm out and about at night driving in the United States, and someone pulls up alongside me, like what happened... When I was shot, I, I still have that thought go through my mind. I, I wonder, like I glance over outside of my driver's side window and I, I, I wonder, the thought crosses my mind, I wonder if they have a gun. I wonder if they're going to tell me I need to roll down my window and give them all my money. I, it, just, it just crosses my mind. The chances of me getting shot twice, I think, are low, but I feel like they're even lower, which I, which I like. I like the fact that they're even lower here in Italy. So anyway, every time I pull up a list of any, any metric of any type of crime, I see Sardinia is the lowest on every list. Sexual violence cases reported by, reported by region in Italy, the lowest, Sardinia. Then there's also another metric that is decreasing in regularity, and that is the presence of the mafia. And that is a real thing that is definitely definitely a part of the culture 
in this country. And the mafia has, in the past, been much more powerful than it is now. The, the Italian government has done a pretty has taken some pretty effective steps in in curtailing and and really reducing the impact that the mafia has on residents of Italy. Sicily, of course, has always been a, a spot that has had a, a, a real a real problem with mafia in the past, and that has been reducing in numbers over the years. Another region, Campania, which is where Napoli is, that's another region that has had in the past some real problems with the mafia. And then some of the other southern regions, like Puglia, is another region which has had some mafia. But the government has really been cracking down on on that, which, which I think is really wonderful. So the good news, without getting too in-depth about, about crime numbers and natural disaster numbers, is if you're just planning to be visiting Italy, the chances of you encountering a natural disaster are low, very low. If you're planning to move to Italy, it's probably worth looking into, just so you can be aware where you probably wouldn't want to buy a house at the base of a active volcano like Mount Etna. I mean, I showed in one of my earlier videos that volcanoes do erupt here. And it's been a while since Mount Vesuvius in the Naples, Napoli area has erupted, but that's going to erupt again one day, probably. And it caused a lot of damage. I was amazed when I was, we actually climbed Mount Vesuvius on one of our visits here to Italy a few years ago. And I was amazed as we drove up to the point where you start to hike at how many people have built homes on the side of Mount Vesuvius. It's, it's shocking. Let's talk about living in a, in a danger zone. I mean, that, I'm not sure if that takes insanity or bravery or maybe a little bit of both, but I, I certainly wouldn't be pitching my tent beside a active or even a dormant volcano. You just never know what's going to happen with that. But yeah, if you're visiting Italy, the chances of you encountering a natural disaster are quite low. Unless, of course, you're going to Venice during a time of the year that is that it could potentially be prone to flooding. So anyway, I'm just sharing all of this information. I, I know it's not a super deep dive but I just, I guess I'm just bringing up the topic. And of course, before you move to an area, you should certainly do, do your own research and, and see if it's something that you feel like you can tolerate the risk of. But I think what we've learned from this is that if we really want to be super, super safe, we should just move to Sardinia. We'll live forever and we don't have to worry about crime and earthquakes or volcanoes. So anyway... Sardinia is the winner of this podcast. <laughs> so that brings us to our Italian proverb of the week. And here is one that I really love. And it is, Amici avini sono meglio vecchia. And that means, old friends and old wine are best. And I would have to say, I haven't tasted a whole lot of old wine in my life. I've tasted some, but I certainly have a number of old friends 
and I can say that I would have to agree with this. So, amici evini sono meglio vecchia. Old friends and old wine are best. And now that brings us to our final segment, which is the surrounding sounds segment for this episode. I would like to share the sound of ordering my favorite gelato here in Italy. I've talked to you guys about this before. And so this is what it sounds like ordering my favorite gelato from my favorite gelato place here, or as they call them, gelateria here in Italy. So enjoy, and I will be back after to say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed those surrounding sounds from this week in Italy. I am still getting all of your messages while I'm traveling. I always have access to my email, to Instagram, to Facebook, and to my website. So feel free to reach out. I am currently building a brand new blog. So part of the reason why you haven't seen a lot of blog posts recently on my I'm moving to Italy blog is because I'm in the process of building a new blog that's going to be linked and any of you who have signed up with the email will start getting those new blog posts sent directly to your inbox. So just be aware of that. Thank you again so much for coming back and joining us again this week. I hope you're having a wonderful week. Hope you're staying healthy and well and I look forward to being back here with you at the same time next week. So you take care. God bless. Ciao, ciao, ciao.